Hello and welcome to another edition of the Prepaid Podcast. I'm your host and editor of prepaidreviews.com, Joe Polakowski. So, there is a little bit of prepaid development over uh, over the month of June. We learned a few things, we saw a new, few new services, and uh, we're going to take the time in this edition of the Prepaid Podcast to go over those issues uh, rather than go over one overarching issue, as we usually do in uh, most of our episodes. Uh, to start out, we're going to talk about prepaid keeping the U.S. wireless industry afloat. The first quarter was kind of slow, uh, which is not expected of the wireless industry. The expectation in the industry is that the first and fourth quarters will be the, the highest, the, uh, the most active, and that the second and third, you know, over the summer months is where it kind of you know, wanes a little bit. It kind of slows down. Uh, that's not exactly what we saw. It might be a you know, it might portend things to come, but it doesn't. It's not what they expected. Uh, the U.S. wireless industry, uh, the top ten U.S. carriers, added only 3.5 million subscribers in the first quarter. This is significant because you usually see, you know, 1.2, 1.3 million ads from both Verizon and AT&T, and that's just not happened over the over the quarter. Uh, they added about a million each, so they're missing a couple hundred thousand in there. And, you know, and the the other issue is that Sprint's losing customers. T-Mobile is barely adding customers. Uh, you know, they so it's come to a point where we're not seeing the growth from the pro- postpaid end, the you know substantial growth from the postpaid end that we're used to seeing uh, or have been used to seeing over the past five years. We did see though was that according to one report that seventy five percent of those three point five million ads were from prepaid. I went through and I looked at the exact numbers. Uh, and of course, these aren't going to be, you know, the top 10. Um, not all of these are necessarily in the top 10, I should say. I'm not sure what they count in the top 10, whether they count track phone in the top 10 or not, uh, you know, what their definition is. They're still counting Altel because it began the quarter. So there's a couple calculations that go into this, which, which uh, you know, shows why this number isn't exactly... Um, my numbers don't align with the with the survey numbers, but you know we had Boost Mobile adding seven hundred and sixty four thousand subscribers in the first quarter. Metro PCS came in a little below that with six hundred eighty four thousand. Uh, you know Leap Wireless had four ninety three, and uh, those are the main ones that we cover. Uh, track Phone, I was able to search through and find a report that actually had America Marvel, the uh, the company that runs that owns Track Phone. Uh, they they have tens of millions of subscribers all around North America, and uh, I was able to track down the track phone numbers. That They claim to have added 567,000. I'm not sure if that's uh, pre-churn or post-churn. Uh, that's still a ton of customers. Uh, I'm willing to bet that's pre-churn, but I'm not willing to stake my reputation on it. Uh, it just sounds like an incredibly high number for net ads, especially for a company like TrackPhone, uh, which you would see probably the highest level of churns of churn of anywhere in the wireless industry, uh, considering the phones are cheap and it's you know just easy not to buy minutes. We also saw that you know we saw varying reports on uh, the three larger carriers, um, the four you know counting Boost, Mobile, and Sprint, but uh, Verizon supposedly added three hundred thousand prepaid subscribers. AT and T added three hundred twenty-five, and T-Mobile added about two hundred and fifty. So that adds up to 3.382 million subscribers for prepaid. 
So the numbers don't exactly add up somewhere. There's uh, some skewing there, and I'm willing to bet track phone is at least part of that. But the, uh, the overall point stands that prepaid is really fueling the growth now. And this is a topic you know, I kind of visited uh, recently on the blog. Uh, back, I think it was in 2007, it might have been 2008. Uh, it probably was 2008 since it wasn't an edition of the prepaid podcast. Uh, we sat down and talked to Alex Beeson, who is an MVO and MVNO expert. Uh, and that's mainly over in Europe and uh, other parts of the world where MVNOs uh, that's mobile virtual network operators like Virgin Mobile who buy minutes wholesale from other carriers. Uh, they've had a bit more success overseas than they have domestically in the U.S. And part of the reason Alex explained uh, during our interview was that that's because the wireless industry isn't at 100% penetration. Now, you see in Europe, you see 110% penetration. You see you know, people having multiple, uh, multiple accounts. And... What happens at 100% saturation is that there's no new market to grab. You can't go out and snatch up new customers who don't have cell phones because everyone has cell phones. So the idea at that point is to you know go through and try to take customers from other carriers. And where MVNOs have an advantage here is that they, they can focus on a niche. We've seen in the U.S. wireless industry, everyone's trying to grab people out. Not exactly in a niche style, in a general consumer marketing. Uh, you'll never see you know, an AT&T ad or a Verizon ad uh, that really appeals to anything more than the general family. Uh, that's, the, that's their market. They're trying to market to everyone. And that usually doesn't work, but with something like cell phones, you can make an exception. An MVNO, like Virgin Mobile, is able to market to a youth market. Now, we saw this from Virgin Mobile and Boost Mobile. And they both kind of changed tax lately uh, to a more general market. Uh, that seems that could have something to do with the uh, foresight of the economic times ahead, and that they can capitalize is instead of you know they, they you could still consider them a niche, low cost niche, uh, and instead of being low cost to just youths, they want to expand uh, you know low cost to everyone. Uh, but what you'll start to see is that once a country reaches 100% penetration. Uh, it takes a different kind of marketing efforts to bring in new customers, to take customers from other carriers, and that's exactly what MVNOs do because they're smaller and there's less burden on them. Uh, they can focus. They can really focus their marketing efforts and they can scale their service to the expected number of people. So it won't be a huge operation like Verizon, where they can never manage the overhead. Uh, they can scale their staff. They can st- they can scale you know, almost everything to the number of subscribers they're going to receive, which makes it makes it a viable business model. The problem in the U.S. is that we're so in, you know, encumbered by the big four that it's hard to see the MVNOs sometimes. Now, the question is, how does one thing have to do with the other? And it's that, you know, because the U.S. is at 90% penetration. Well, that's effectively 100%. Uh, I talked to a friend in the consulting industry and he said that, yeah, once the U.S. gets to 90, 91, 92%, that's really going to be it because of the areas currently not covered. Uh, we could get, as a country, to 100% penetration at some point. But the problem is that there are some areas that simply do not get cell phone service. And there are people living in those areas. So it's not going to be, you know, there's, there's no market to grab them to bring them in as new customers. So that's why 
he he said that you know it's effectively a hundred percent once it's you know at ninety or a little bit above. So what you're going to start seeing here is ads are going to start coming by taking away from other carriers. Now currently, everyone has Sprint to feast on. Uh, Sprint is hemorrhaging customers. They have been for about a year now, and uh, who knows if that's going to stop anytime soon. But once that well dries up, what if Sprint turns around? What if Sprint stops losing customers and starts retaining their customers? Where is everyone else going to get customers from? That's where prepaid comes in because it's a completely different offering. As I said, like the low cost, it's almost like a niche in itself. Uh, Cricket and Metro PCS, it's not a huge niche. They're not trying to capture the whole market, though. They're trying to capture people who want to talk a lot and not pay a lot. Um, so they're really... You're seeing a lot of low-cost niche, and that's kind of one step, but I think you're going to start seeing more and more steps of these uh, these niche markets as we begin to realize that there aren't any new subscribers to grab. The growth is really going to, you know, we have the slowest, slowest growth quarter in the history of U.S. wireless in the first quarter. So that's going to, you know, it's going to really start, it's going to set off a chain reaction. Once, I don't think growth rates, you're going to see a lot this uh, over the summer in the next two quarters. When we see the second quarter, I wouldn't be surprised to see everyone's numbers down. Uh, and then in the third quarter, you know, maybe level, maybe down even more. And then we're going to get to the fourth quarter, and it's going to come time for the holiday push. And the fourth quarter is expected to be big. And, you know, how is everyone going to adjust? How is everyone going to change their marketing, change their plans, adjust, in order to take people from other carriers? It's a big issue. And... Uh, and, and we, you know, we can only guess right now as to how it's going to play out. But you know, we're starting to see the push for more niche marketing, and uh, we're going to get to that in a second. Uh, what, I've, what we've seen over the past month is um, the introduction of two family plans for prepaid that we don't typically see. Uh, the first was from Metro PCS. Uh, they're doing a really, I don't want to say ingenious because I don't want to give them too much credit, but they're doing a very logical and very easy to understand family plan where you buy, you have unlimited minutes. So sharing minutes isn't really an option. So what they've done is they've gone and they've offered a discount on other lines for the family. Basically, you'll buy one line of at least $45. Uh, you know, you, you, you pay $45 for, for your one line or $50 or whatever, and each additional line is discounted $10. Now, you can't just buy the $45 plan and then put $50 plans on the family plan. It doesn't work like that. You gotta, the 45 is the highest for the, uh, for the secondary lines in the family plan. Now, that's going to work really well with their group line service, which is basically they port your landline into Metro PCS but don't assign a phone to it. They assign it to all phones in your family. So when someone calls your landline, everyone's phone rings. So if someone picks it up, someone else can conference in. Uh, so if, if if grandma or grandpa calls, everyone can talk. Even if you know, you're, you know the son and daughter are over at their friend's house, they can step aside, talk to grandma for a little bit. It's a it's a neat idea um, in that it cuts out the need for a landline. And when you have unlimited minutes, you really don't need a landline. Uh, so we'll look for as as Metro PCS in, you know improves coverage, they're really improving their plans. And I think that the you know, the offering of a family plan here. Um, it's not really a niche, I guess. I guess that's the more general market. But uh, they're really getting out there. And I think the more they do this, the more we're going to be open for uh, different types of MVNOs. Uh, since they already have their niche and now they're trying to move into uh, everyone else's territory. And then we got Virgin 
Mobile introduced some family plans, except they're on the postpaid end. So we'll glance over them. Uh, you know, it's basically the same deal. It's, it's not unlimited like Metro PCS, obviously. It's more about sharing minutes. Uh, you know, it's almost like a, like a regular family plan. Um, you, you pay a certain amount per month for a certain amount of shared minutes. Uh, you get unlimited nights and weekends. You get unlimited uh, version of Virgin calls. And there's uh, text messaging and data services available, one tier, uh, that come built into the plan. So it's something, it's something uh, that we're starting to see is, uh, you know, despite the fact that we're seeing slower growth um, among the bigger carriers, among carriers in general, we're starting to see more general offerings, you know, like, you know, Verizon, AT&T market, the families. Well, now Virgin and Metro PCS are. So what I'm sa- I've been saying might seem contradictory in that people are trying to be, ni- I'm saying people, uh, companies will need to go to a niche uh, to, you know, a niche scheme in order to attract more customers from other carriers. Um, what we're seeing is former niche or current niche, and they're trying to expand their reach uh, into the family into the family area. This is how they're pulling people in. How long it works for, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, you go to Virgin, and uh, you know, it, I, I'm assuming that's why it's not prepaid because you go to Virgin, not like it, and go right back to Verizon for the family plan. So. It kind of speaks to the new ways uh, people are marketing. Like we're going to see, you know, niches are going to start being more general, and the more general one might have to start uh, pulling in the niches because that's where the money, uh, well, that's where the subscribers, and therefore the money, is going to be. So that goes it from the prepaid carriers we mostly cover uh, on prepaid reviews. But before we depart for this month, I wanted to draw attention to... uh, I wanted to draw attention to a new service, Zero uh, One. That's Z E R and then Zero One. Uh, they're a new service. They won the Best of Show uh, at CTIA this year, uh, and I had a chance. You know, I was going to uh, meet up with them, but uh, you know, because they won on the award from Laptop Magazine, our schedules didn't exactly line up after that. But you know, they're a good service, it seems, and uh, they're going to be providing what they call a revolutionary service. They're going to provide, as they say, five G. I'm not going to believe that until I see it. Uh, you know, how they could find a way. As an MVNO, they're not even their own operator. They're running on the AT&T network, or at least that's how it was uh, described when they first made their announcement. But, you know, how they're going to offer speeds faster than AT&T using AT&T's network, I'm a little suspicious. And I'm really interested to see how this is going to run. Um, you know, it might be an opportunity where, uh, you know, it's, it's 80 bucks a month. It might be worth it to uh, slap that down for a month and just test out the service because, wow. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good price for, uh, you're talking uh, unlimited minutes, unlimited messages, unlimited data at 5G speeds for 80 bucks a month. Of course people are going to want that. It's obvious. So what's the catch is my question. And uh, that might be something we can't figure out without, uh, you know, taking the time to actually test the service. But it's something to watch out for. Uh, there's going to be a lot of hype. They started the hype uh, over last week, and they're going to continue their marketing blitz through their launch on July 1st. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they're playing themselves off and uh, what consumers think of them, you know, what they really think of those data speeds that are so highly touted nowadays. That's going to wrap it up for this month's edition of the Prepaid Podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email me at editor at prepaidreviews.com. Uh, you can suggest topics. Uh, criticism, feedback, always welcome. 
But, you know, we'll uh, surely have more prepaid to talk about uh, at the beginning of next month. So, until we get to that point, uh, enjoy the prepaid news, and we'll be talking to you again at the end of July. Take care.